0: Hey, it's Debbie here. Thanks so much for listening to our podcast. But you can also hear the Dave Indijanovic show live on KSL News Radio Monday through Friday starting at 9 or at KSLnewsradio.com.
1: Keyword Podcast.
0: So text that keyword to 57500 and you'll be entered to win a pair of AirPod Pros. And be sure to listen for a new keyword next week and every week this February for even more chances to win. Dave and
1: Dijanovic. your morning companions for talk, analysis, and key perspectives on Utah's biggest stories on KSL News Radio.
0: Well, Congress is short one Republican, uh, and they gained a Democrat last night. Uh, New Yorkers voted in favor of the Democrat on the ticket to replace Republican expelled Representative George Santos.
1: Oh, that guy just keeps sticking it to the Republicans, doesn't he? Just every time you think you're rid of that guy, he reaches up and he bites you one last time. It's nine oh seven, And brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union, here's the launch. Sequence engaged. And here's the three things Debbie wants you to know.
0: Countdown three. Oh, I'll just say Republicans are waking up with a George Santos hangover this morning. Uh, Losing a seat in Congress to the Democrats, ouch, in that special election last night in New York. Um, The Republican who was hoping to step into that seat uh, pretty soundly defeated. I think it was a message. Uh, They're not taking another chance on a newcomer in New York. Democrat, uh, the Democrat takes over, has been there before. Um, He will step in the seat for ousted, uh, the ousted Republican George Santos, who got caught up in so many lies. Uh, Not even he could keep them all straight. Yet still, he uh, he feels it was a
2: witch hunt. It's a witch hunt because it, it, it makes no sense that in four months, four months, five months, I'm indicted.
1: You know the saying, meet the new guy, same as the old guy. This is literally the same old guy. He's already served, as you said, three terms in there with uh, outrageously poor approval rating in Congress. Why do we keep electing the same old people? The approval rating is 15% and they just brought back the retread.
0: Countdown to
1: Well, to celebrate Valentine's Day, we're
0: gonna we're gonna go to the farm. We're gonna take you to the farm. Uh, we're gonna talk about an online romance scam that's targeting middle-aged men, and it's called pig butchering. Hence, why we need to go to the farm. It sounds horrific because it is. This is where beautiful young women contact uh, middle-aged men online and fatten them up, and then slaughter them out of their life savings with promises of love and romance.
2: Invested in a in. Um... In the crypto, and that she could come to me and we could get married. They said this is a major fraud situation, and
1: I'm not the only one. Hmm. What's that term again? Pig butchering. Pig butchering. Yeah, That's he was a brutal. victim of it. it. Okay, as brutal as that sounds, the reality of it is even worse—to to just strip people of tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, their entire life savings. So Debbie is going to get us protected. Launch. Countdown. One.
0: Uh, the State Board of Education meeting today in, a, in what we believe is going to be a closed-door session. We're going to find out more about that in just a moment. To discuss fellow board member Natalie Klein's Facebook post last week uh, that implied a Utah high school girl's basketball player is transgender. The girl is not transgender. Now, Klein removed the post and apologized, but the girl's parents were the first to call for Klein's resignation. And since then, city councils, school districts, even Capitol Hill, taking the side of the child who was ridiculed online. Lieutenant Governor Deidre Henderson.
3: I hope uh, that the that the girl in question and her family and her friends and the people in her school and all the kids in the state of Utah know that the governor and I and a lot of people have their backs. They are valued, they are loved, they are needed, and they should never, ever be targeted because of the way they look.
1: I totally agree. I'm also worried that we've done more damage to this situation, trying to hold somebody accountable.
0: Dave and Dijanovic.
1: The launch. Commence. Dave and Digenovic. Dave and Digenovic. Special coverage of the top local story. In
0: a few moments, uh, we'll get a live update on today's school board meeting. Um, our understanding is that it you know, may lean into a decision of what, if any, punishment school board member Natalie Klein will face, um, ultimately face, uh, Utah's second-in-command Lieutenant Governor... Deidre
3: Henderson has made it clear what she thinks. I certainly believe that she should resign. Uh, Natalie Klein has no business being in any kind of a position of authority or trust over children. She has lost all public trust.
1: Here's the problem that I, that I see. What Natalie Klein did, what she posted, absolutely awful. No question. And the problem is, though... Now that it has become this big statewide story, all the spotlight is on the very kid that doesn't want the spotlight, that doesn't deserve the spotlight. And then you have the the crazy haters out there that are just wrapping this poor girl up into their political motivations, whatever weird thing they have going on. And the very thing that we want is this kid to just be left alone and not be the focus of anything because she was unfairly brought into this. That's exactly the opposite of what has happened right now.
0: Well, calls for Klein's resignation um, have grown significantly. It it began with the 16-year-old girl's parents after they found out their child, who plays high school basketball, was being piled on by a bunch of adults on board member Klein's Facebook post. Now, her parents, just to take you back a couple of days, spoke to KSL 5 Television's Shelby Lofton about finding out about this and what they were trying to do to cope with it.
1: Your daughter is being accused of being a boy playing girls basketball.
3: That's what Al and Rachel Vanderbeek were told this morning when school officials showed them a Facebook post featuring their daughter. Utah State Board of Education member Natalie Klein posted this picture with the caption girls basketball dot dot dot.
1: And I started reading some of the comments. I mean, they were just disgusting.
3: The parents believe Klein insinuated their daughter is a boy.
2: To look at someone's Outer appearance and make an assumption that they are either playing in the right arena or not based on the way someone looks, I don't think is appropriate.
3: The couple describes their daughter, whose image KSL is blurring, as a tomboy.
1: She cut her hair short because that's how she feels comfortable. She wears clothes that are a little baggy. She goes to the gym all the time, so she's got muscles.
3: They told her about the widely circulated post, which Klein has since taken down. We just took her in another room and just started telling her the truth.
0: They started telling her the truth. And now, The situation has grown to the point that lawmakers are considering what they can do legally to deal with Klein. Uh, Can they impeach her? That's a question mark. We don't have the answer to that yet. Granite School District, where the teen attends high school, passing a resolution, Dave, demanding Klein's resignation, calling the behavior cowardly, harmful, unacceptable.
1: And from what we know, Klein has no has made no indication that she's going to resign, correct? Correct. So this is just prolonging this story, a story that I'm sure this kid and this family would have loved to have been a 24-hour news cycle has now stretched into a week.
3: So despite the demands... It was awful to target, harass, and abuse a child in the state of Utah for adults to do that is pathetic.
0: Uh, As you said, Dave... Klein has not indicated that she will step down. In fact, she put out a written statement on her Facebook page that appears to be doubling down on a right to stay on the school board. Uh, what Klein is saying, straight ahead. Hey, it's Debbie here. Thanks so much for listening to our podcast, but you can also hear the Dave and Dijanovic show live on KSL News Radio Monday through Friday starting at 9, or at KSLnewsradio.com.
1: Keyword Podcast.
0: So, text that keyword to 57500 5, 0, 0, and you'll be entered to win a pair of AirPod Pros. And be sure to listen for a new keyword next week and every week this February for even more chances to win.
1: Dave and Genevieve. Dave and Degenovic. Dave and Degenovic. Special coverage of the top local story. We're
0: going to ask Castle 5 Television's Lindsay Air in just a few moments, who is tracking today's school board meeting, um, if. We anticipate it will result in any firm action against board member Natalie Klein for her Facebook post uh, that implied a girl's high school basketball player is transgender. Just want to remind everybody, she is not transgender. Uh, That post was taken down. Uh, Klein issued an apology, but there have been a lot of cries for Klein's resignation.
1: And for every day this goes by... For every day this stays in the, the news cycle and we're talking about it and the lieutenant governor is speaking about it, it's just one day longer that this is a story. And I feel so bad for this kid who probably wants nothing more than to just disappear and just live her normal teenage life. But because this, this board member refuses to take accountability and resign, it just keeps going on and on for this kid.
0: Now, Klein has issued a new Facebook post. Um, I read it. It gave me no indication that she plans to resign, despite the growing calls from school districts, from city councils uh, around
3: the Salt Lake County area, and uh, the lieutenant governor of Utah. I certainly believe that she should resign. Uh, Natalie Klein has no business being in any kind of a position of authority or trust over children. She has lost all public trust.
1: And what makes this tricky is this is an elected position and you can't get rid of elected officials very easily on purpose, by design. So unless she resigns, unless she chooses to step down, getting her out is a far more difficult and process.
0: Can I go over some of the points that she made on her Facebook post, Dave, about this before we get to uh, Lindsay Ertz who's standing by live to talk about the school board meeting today. Um, Klein says she wants the Utah State Board of Education to analyze their actions before today's 3 p.m. meeting to see if they're a form of election interference. Uh, we don't know what they're going to do. So I can't really judge that statement until I know what the board's meeting is all about. She would like to defend herself, she says, but feels the board is moving so quickly they're making it impossible for her to read through all the materials and evidence they've gathered uh, and draft a response. And she feels that hardened criminals get better due process uh, than she is being provided.
1: Now, I would say that there's some fairness in that criticism. If she would like to defend herself, she should have every opportunity to defend herself. I think what she did is indefensible, but I would like to hear from her what she's trying to say and how she would defend her actions.
0: KSL Televisions, Lindsay Ertz, uh, will. do you have any indication if Klein will show up to today's meeting as she invited to this closed door session?
2: <clears throat> yeah, well, I don't have any indication that she will be there. However, I have been told that uh, security will, will actually be really tight today because uh, some of the response that has come from this. So, uh, the the process that has happened since the State Board of Education uh, kind of took this up is they go through this process. Uh, what they've done is called an executive session meeting. So this is a meeting that has to be called by the State Board of Education leadership. They've put it on an agenda for 24 hours, but part of that due process is notifying Klein giving her a chance to respond. So that's what her Facebook post is addressing when she claims she hasn't had enough time to respond. It's this process that the State Board of Education is doing to uh, initiate this executive session meeting. And so uh, presumably they have gone through their process of giving her the time to respond by calling this meeting, which requires them to notify her and say, we're going to meet an executive session, what is your response to this? And she's just claiming that it's been too fast. So that is what she is responding to. Now, today's meeting is just that it's this executive meeting where it allows the 15 board members to gather and discuss uh, possible punishments. Now, keep in mind, the State Board of Education cannot remove her from office only the legislature can impeach her. But what the state board can do is they can censure. They can strip her of her committee assignments. They can prevent her from not allowing her to put any items on an agenda. They can possibly even strip her of not being able to vote. All of that combined could effectively amount to an impeachment because it virtually renders her useless, for lack of a better word, on The State Board of Education. She has no say. She has no vote, right? So we'll have to wait and see what the board does here, but that's some of the potential action that could come out of today's meeting.
1: Does the board have they indicated that there will be a definitive decision made after this meeting?
2: Well, yes. So what happens here is they go into a closed door session for an hour to be able to discuss this, and then on their agenda, they take a vote in public. So the discussion is closed door and that is something that is normal for this process. So I know there's some pushback in terms of that meeting should be open to the public. Uh, whether or not it should be is not up to us. It's something they always do in terms of this executive session. Whenever they discuss personnel matters, um, they do it in a closed-door executive session so they can discuss freely, and then they take a vote in public. So some are pushing for that that meeting to be open, but this is a normal process for this executive session of the State Board of Education.
0: We're live right now with KSL 5 Television's Lindsay Ertz, who's bringing us up to speed on a state school board meeting. It's slated for 3 o'clock this afternoon. It's going to be a closed-door session it uh, we believe it is set to address the situation with uh, fellow state board school member Natalie Klein and that Facebook post about that uh, 16-year-old girl's high school basketball player, um, and we should know more later today during Jeff Kaplan's afternoon news for sure. Uh, so, Lynn's just one final question here. Klein posted her apology about the original post to Facebook. Then she posts her concerns about the board meeting to Facebook. Has she said anything publicly about uh, the calls for her to resign or what her intentions are beyond that, those Facebook posts?
2: Well, no, she hasn't. And I will point out that we have given her ample and multiple opportunities to sit with us as journalists, uh, to hear her, to listen to her point of view, to give her the opportunity uh, to speak her mind. And she has not responded to any of our requests, short of sending us just that statement on Facebook. So she has had, at least from my perspective, because I've been the one texting her, uh, the opportunity to go on camera, to sit with us, to to share her point of view here on why she posted this and what her explanation is, and so far she has not done that. Um, But at the same time, she is afforded due process, so the State Board of Education presumably has given her that opportunity to respond to them, and she even posted an email that she responded to them and said, Here's why I think this process is unfair right now. And she's claiming uh, what they need to consider, whether this is election interference. She claims it's within 60 days of her primary election, which her convention is in 60 days. Her primary election is not within 60 days. So there's a difference there in terms of uh, what is considered an election.
0: That's true. She's also up for re-election. A great point there. Uh, Lindsay Ayres. as always, thank you so much for keeping us and our listeners up to date. We'll be tracking your stories as they develop today as well on KSL 5 television um, and also following the latest on what happens not only at the school board meeting today, Dave, but remember, we still have lawmakers uh, in discussions about what they can legally do. Um, what their bandwidth is, uh, what legal rights they have to deal with this situation with Klein.
1: Absolutely, accountability is needed, but she is absolutely uh, due uh, process, right? I, she she can defend herself. She has that right. That would be the the right thing to do. So I, I get the the urgency to get something done quickly, but not sacrificing her opportunity to defend herself.
0: Straight ahead. You know, I don't want to brag that I was right, but I was right. (laughs) I had a feeling that uh, George Santos, the Republican who was expelled from Congress, would lose the seat for Republicans, excuse me, uh, to a Democrat. And that's exactly what happened last night in New York's uh, special election. A Democrat will now occupy that seat Next, we're going to talk to an expert about what this means for the Republican slim majority in the House.